Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to the huddle. Super Bowl Sunday. The uh, L.A. Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals in Los Angeles. And uh, uh, our budget allows us to do such, so we sent Keaton and Jerry and Auntie L.A. to cover it for us. Uh, uh, this week, and uh, it was difficult to get him, of course, to go out there. It's uh, 80-some degrees. Uh, but there's a lot to talk about, including uh, the Winter Olympics are going on, and, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, people kind of insert themselves in different places there. But anytime I can talk about uh, 1980 and the miracle on ice, I think, Pete, you agree, we, we, we can t- take a chance and uh, take a shot at that. Rob McClanahan, of course, played on that team. Uh, back in 1980, and uh, he joins us now to talk Winter Olympics and much more. Hey, Rob, I got to ask you: um, the you know this is different. Russia going into Ukraine, but in 1980, obviously there there, there was the Cold War and Russia and all that went with it. When, when when you beat the Russians, and we're not going to see something like that. But can you explain how that felt, or did athletes feel that at all? That, that this cloud between Russia and the United States, above and beyond hockey, politically, uh, like we, you know, today, I guess we're experiencing it in the same way in some respects. Yeah, Mike, it's it's similar to some degree, uh, and we were aware of obviously of what was going on in Afghanistan and all that that took place, um, but. We were we were aware of it because we were receiving telegrams from people from all over the country. One of them, one of them was from a woman in Texas, who all said on the telegram was, "Beat those commie bastards." <laughs> that speaks to the sentiment of the country at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. I'm, I'm not sure we have the same feeling uh, towards Russia today, at least at this juncture, but. Uh, hopefully we don't get that far. Pete? Yeah, Rob, I got to, I got to ask you, and it's, it's great to have you on. And uh, you and I have bumped into each other many times downtown Minneapolis. It's been great to see you when I've seen you down there. I got to ask you this because it was so interesting. We know about the the great, you know, the great game with the Russians, but the fact that you guys still had one more game and you still had to have that focus and you got that winning goal that, that gave us the gold, Tell us a little bit about that, because I think we, it gets lost that we beat Finland afterwards, because I think a lot of people just view it as, well, we beat the Russians and then we won the medal. But that really wasn't true. No, uh, you're right, Pete. Um, it was the longest, what, 36 hours of our lives after we beat the Soviets, and then we had to play the Finns at 11 o'clock on Sunday. And uh, actually, the practice that Herbie held on Saturday wasn't the longest practice, but it was probably one of the hardest practices we had all year. And that was just Herbie's mentality. He wanted to make sure we stayed focused. And 
that was he, he just didn't want that we had done the hard part beating the soviets was the hard part so we had to we wanted to make sure we played the we were ready to play the Finns on on sunday and interesting if we had not won that game we would not have received a medal of any kind the swedes would have gotten oh. bronze Wow. Wow. Rob, you know, Patty uh, Brooks, uh, Herb's widow, uh, sent out, I saw she posted on on social media, it was was two pictures, one of the 2022 uh, Olympic team and one of the 1980 Olympic team. And and the the roster size is somewhat similar, but there's like 15 people in in suits uh, on the 2022 Olympic team. And when you look at the 1980 Olympic team, you know, it's Herb, a couple (laughs) assistants, your trainer, and then a couple of, of Olympic officials. I mean, that really was a pretty small team, small family, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Herbie didn't. Herbie had one assistant coach, assistant GM, and that was Craig Patrick. And that, that was all. So Herbie Herbie ran the bench. You know, now you've got coaches running D, coaches running forwards, and the head coach just kind of manages everything. And it, it was far different. You know, and Herbie probably adjusted a little bit when he coached the team in 02 in Salt Lake. I don't know how many coaches he had then, but he definitely changed his methods in terms of how he coached those players relative to how he coached us. I know that for sure because he's dealing with professionals that are making millions and versus in 1980 we're a bunch of college kids and he had the power of the uh, how much ice time you got. So you had to kind of behave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rob, how about uh, did you ever get a chance, obviously afterwards you did, but the Al Michaels, and if you had a chance, I've, I've talked with him about this many times because he's like you and I, he's a financial guy. He absolutely loves the stock market. He's a big time trader and investor and, and he, he's a great guy, but that the call that he made was just so, in, you know, it's I think ingrained in anybody's head who was there at the time to hear it. But how did it feel for you guys when you got a chance to maybe play it back and see it and, 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 and hear it and hear what he had to say as you guys were getting those final seconds ticking off? Well, Pete, I'll, I'll tell you what, and you can ask anybody on our team. Um, if you watch those final minutes, a couple things happened. The Russians dumped the puck in a couple of mm-hmm. times, which they never did. The puck would roll over their stick. They had opportunities that they would normally capitalize on and they would, the puck would roll over their stick, or they missed it. And then at the very end of the game, anybody was on the I was on the ice. Nobody wanted the puck because we didn't want to be the one to, to, to screw it up. <laughs> so we just – it was a hot potato. So that was the, the most – you know, I, I just wanted to get the heck off the ice. And the last 10 minutes were the longest 10 minutes of our lives because we knew what the, Russia, what the Soviets were capable of. They could score on a moment's notice. And we just we we got lucky. There's no question about it. What what do you feel? Are, are you talking to each other during those last ten minutes? Is, is it kind of each man to himself going, "Holy, whatever, let, let, let's get this." I mean, what, well, what, is it completely different? Or so we didn't. I don't know if we were talking much. I will say this: all Herbie said, he didn't say anything else. <laughs> play your game. He kept repeating, "Play your game. Play your game." And he was calm, but I guarantee, you know, we were all nervous. He was calm, <laughs> even though you know he was nervous. And, and Herbie mm-hmm. was prepared. Herbie was one of the coaches that was prepared for any moment, including going up 4-3 on the Soviets with 10 minutes. He was, I don't know how, but he was prepared for that. 
You know, Rob, when we when we watched the movie, um, I watched the, the the game live. Everything, I, you know, it was unbelievable, obviously. But uh, when you see the movie, when the players see the movie, uh, what is, do you feel like it was accurate? Do you feel like they did things the right way? Is there anything you change, or or, or did they do it exactly as it basically happened for the most part with uh, with Herbie's character as well as you know the selection process and everything that went into the going to the Olympics. I, I would say this: the movie was about Herbie, and I and I don't say that with animosity. I think it was. I think Kurt Russell's portrayal of Herbie was really, really well done. But there were there were things in the movie that that you know Hollywood took liberty for. I mean, you only have two hours with which to tell a story, so you couldn't have everybody's life in the movie. And so Gavin O'Connor, the director, had to pick certain players. Obviously, Ruzioni was going to be one, and Jimmy was going to be one, but. I mean, the fact that I had a role in the movie as big as I did is because of the person who portrayed me was a professional actor. He was also a hockey player, but he was an actor. Mark Johnson was our best player, hands down. He was our magic, and he had a very, very small role in the movie because his his guy just didn't have the acting ability that the others did. <laughs> and, and that's too bad, but um, it's it's the movie sends a great message, and the message is spot on and that's you know you can dream big you got to work hard but you never know what's going to happen and it's not about the me it's about the we yeah it mm-hmm. is rob mclennan is our guest and 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 they you know some of it i mean you, you, we know a few of the people they nailed lou nanny in that that was I, i've thought that guy was lou nanny <laughs> really so yeah it, it, it's, it's spot on you know and, and some of it they I, they got right if you know hey we got a caller that wants has a question for you rob can we go to michael on line one Michael, you're on. Hi, Rob. I had a question uh, regarding, I know it's kind of unheard of these days, uh, practicing outdoors, but I called in a while back and talked to Pete and Mike about, um, you know, a very cold arena down in, uh, Pete, you remember this call? It was uh, St. Mary's Point. It's like insane. I'm one of the colder arenas. If you during your career you, you played there, or you know about it, I bet. Oh, man, I played in so many rinks. A lot of them were cold. I, I, I don't recall specifically <laughs> St. Mary's, but um, there there's a lot of cold rinks that I've played in. I know that. I, <laughs> my toes and fingers uh, get numb every time I go outside because I frostbit them. Pete? <laughs> you know, Rob, I'm curious. Um, what, do you, what do you think of the days of, of the outdoor hockey, though, speaking of cold? You know, the guys who are out there on the ponds and the lakes and everything else, are, are, do we still have that sort of a, a beginning, at least for the kids, you know, outside of the Twin Cities maybe? But is, is that and is, is that missed? Is that something that we need more of as guys that, that played under difficult conditions and, and ice that's maybe not perfect? I would say this. Uh, I think it's missed because you lose the creativity that you gain by just playing shinny hockey, right? Um, you learn how to – you learn things out there that you – there's so many things. And it's not just hockey. Kids, all they know now is structure, whether it's in oh. hockey or football or basketball. How many kids just go out and play? Because mm-hmm. everything every, – everything, you know, we have our, our hockey players now. We don't have kids that go out in, out in the rink. And I'm not saying they don't go out. I mean, everybody has a backyard rink now, and that's a big deal, and it's fabulous. But it's just not as common as it used to be. When I was a kid, we'd go down to the rink after, you know, at night and, and play for three hours 
and then go home and go to bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Rob, in Atlanta, you, you had your jersey retired at Moundsview the other night. You're coaching at Blake. We were trying to chip Lowman earlier. You, too, uh, have gotten into uh, coaching, in, in, in this case, at, at Blake High School, at a state tournament team a couple of years ago. How, how much fun has it been? What's it been like for Rob McClanahan? It's a good group of kids, uh, Maxie. Um, we, we got beat up pretty badly yesterday by uh, Hill Murray. Bill Lechner always has a great team uh, out of that school. But, um, you know, we're learning. Uh, if, if I can reach these kids and make them realize that they're capable of more than they think or that they know, that's the one thing that Herbie taught us, that we were capable of far more than even we thought. But, as I said earlier, it's not without its sacrifice or hard work. And the other thing I try to tell these kids is, is uh, they're not going to Blake to play hockey. They're going to Blake to get an education, and hockey is a benefit okay. or a, a, it's a bonus. And if they can mm-hmm. use the hockey to help them get into school somewhere, then that's an added benefit. And and the, the most important thing is that they got to take care of their education. And and most th- these kids realize that. Rob, appreciate it very much. We always like going down memory lane, and you like uh, Pete and Jerry and my colleague are great ambassadors that grew up here in Minnesota and stayed in Minnesota. Thank you so much. Always visit. Always fun to visit with you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 